0: All right, we're here. We're here.
1: So how you're how you're doing?
0: Oh man. Okay. So we know how 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 you typically like to have your your chronicles. Now it's my turn. Uh-huh. All right. So essentially, okay. So for those of you who don't know, like in our in our neck of the woods, apparently there was a huge storm last night. However. Your boy here probably got the the best sleep in of his life because I heard none of it. I I heard nothing. I was just passed out. You want to know why I passed out? Because we had our first Lifesaver practice post Comic Palooza, and as such, we had five new recruits. And you wouldn't know what the what the leads decided to do that day. They had me take over. They had me lead the entire class. So as such. And they let me know about this when I got there. So I had zero time to prep. Zero time to make myself known to the good peoples. But in any case, it's fine. Because I still rocked everybody. And I had to run everybody's pockets afterwards. Uh, Yes, the the Sith was strong in me that day. Even though I'm a Jedi. Um, But the dark side was coursing through my veins. And I didn't get home till like midnight. Mm. So I just passed out. And and apparently it was the best sleep of my life because I could not hear the storm, but consequently, I could not hear my alarm. And you 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 all know those like random points in time where you're just like, huh, the amount of sleep I'm getting is real suspicious. Like, hold on, I feel like I've been sleeping a little too long. Check the phone. Alarm is the alarm is going off, but it was apparently on silent. So I heard nothing.
1: So, yeah, that's that's how my morning's been going. Yes, that's brutal. But uh, let's do this one more time by different people. I'm Demetrius. I'm Demetrius. And Meach and Meach presents the Blurred City Podcast. So we're so excited. We are talking about, I don't even want to spoil it, but it's one of the greatest movies that I've ever seen in in my lifetime. Uh, we are talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse uh, movie review season. Uh a lot coming up uh june is just a big month for us with uh, our movie reviews going into july also a big time just with uh the different things that we have planned so far but yeah we're jumping right into it because there's a lot to cover in this one so let's hit us us with the legal spiegel
0: all right so the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media all sources we reference are owned by their respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own reflect no biases of corporate agendas your discretion is advised
1: Yes. So usually uh, for our podcast, we have the Rogue Jedi, and then we also have the Fallen Shinigami. But for this podcast, we have the Superior Spider-Meach and Spider-Man 95. So we're going to get, we're excited. We're going to get into what's hot.
0: All right. So this is your boy, Superior Spider-Meach. We, we coming at you live with this what hot. Um, let's go ahead and get it out the way. I'm going in order from what I'm from normal to what I'm most excited about, let's get it. All right, so starting off in the anime sphere, you know the anime scene, we're still going crazy. Uh, we we have to talk about our boy Thorfinn, um, and in, in the Vinland Saga. He, he mm, um, Demon Slayer. <laughs> the the animation still staying out out of pocket uh i'm i apologize to the animators families um but but you but just y'all sacrifice is for our greater it's for the greater good all right um and then we got ourselves one piece again i'm sorry for your animators and y'all's families um but y'all sacrifice goes to the greater good and uh a certain thing is about to come up very soon so um i'm i'm getting i'm getting hyped about it all right all right so now let's let's go ahead and move on to the movie sphere all right we we got ourselves a bunch of movies that's about to come out uh and most of it we're gonna cover on the podcast you know we have ourselves our the flash uh, you know that uh, Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie are both coming soon, um, and I am unironically going to see both. And then, of course, we got ourselves Indiana Jones. That's that's coming out soon as well. And then, of course, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. We get to see, see our boy Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal uh hopefully nothing racial goes on in these movies but uh we'll we just have to wait and see
1: <laughs> we, we gotta wait for the blackening
0: yep yep and and that's why i was gonna mention last was the blackening the blackening is about to be some about to be some 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 wild dumb fun i'm a I know I'm gonna cry. Uh and these are not tears of sadness. These are not tears of fear. This is gonna be tears of me just cackling the whole time and and just I'll just be in tears. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be that type of movie, and I'm gonna die from it. Um mm-hmm. make sure that paramedics are on standby because I ain't making it. <laughs> um but but now let's, let's 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 just rip the band-aid off. Let's go into the comic sphere because I am I I am in a whole nother uh plane of existence right now. As you know, like the the sponsoring, you know they they still doing that thing. They they still doing great. Uh, Death's Child number two dropped and it's been sent out to people. I already got my copy, so I'm good there. Um, And now we we talking about Marvel and the Summer of Symbiotes. Uh everything's going uh pretty good for everybody except for uh the main characters of certain shows. Uh yeah, so the Summer Symbians is, com- is going and it's going strong. I'm I'm sorry to all of our Peter Parker fans. Um just just R- R- to y'all. Uh we we yep, y'all been suffer- y'all suffering, but but we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Uh but the real thing, and I si- I sent this to you. Yes, you did. I, I, I was in tears when I when I found out. See, this year is special. This is the 10-year anniversary of Superior Spider-Man. Our boy Otto Octavius, when he decided to go full Black Air Force and steal Parker's body. 10 years, I know, which means it's been 10 years since I got back into comics. So, And as such, it's been announced that Dan Slot will be returning to give us more Superior. Oh, boy. to 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 let you to let you guys in again as i say this is 10 years since i got back into comics see like before then like i just maybe had like a random spider-man issue and then like the first issue of ultimate spider-man that was it i did not read any comics growing up i did not like do any of that and then, like in high school, like ten years ago, which is kind of crazy, uh, is is when I learned like, oh, Peter Parker's dead. Wait, I don't Octavius is Spider-Man? Wait, what? Huh? And and then I just I just had to go and go and read it, and and next thing you know, I'm I'm back in there, boys. Peak. It, it was peak, and that was my first exposure to Ryan Stegman peak. of all people. So, so that that lets you know, like that's that's where my journey began with with my guy, and as such, and now we're here, ten years later. I'm in, deeply entrenched in the lifestyle, and Superior Spider Man is back.
1: Just- All right, so with that, uh, just a speed run, so we can get straight into it. Uh, a couple of TV, sh- well, with movies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the official trailer for Mutant Mayhem dropped. Very excited for it. Uh, the cast and voice acting seems really fun. Also, a few shows that were uh, kind of prestige TV, if you will, end it. Barry had its season, uh, well, series finale. Also, Succession had a series finale. And then Ted Lasso had a season three, potentially series finale as well. And then also in gaming, we have Street Fighter VI, which I believe came out last week as well. One other thing that's what's hot. It is well. By the time people hear this, the next day is the official birthday of the podcast. We've made it Whoa. one year, man! That, what a journey! What a uh, journey!
0: Oh man, what what, what can I say? Uh, I'm I'm deeply appreciative of the entire team. Um uh, by team, I mean just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> and so the duo, the 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 Goku and the Vegeta um the the anakin and the obi-wan um the 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 the, we the inseparable two and i'm really appreciative to the audience for for sticking with us for a whole year as we've gone through trials tribulations equipment equipment
1: software (laughs) software
0: and just more equipment
1: Yeah, so i'm very grateful i got to We've gotten to do three seasons so far with my brother. I just remember sending that text out to you. and didn't know it would take us this far. I'm looking forward to however long this goes till the wheels falls off. So with oh, that, we're going to get We're also on episode 46. So we have four more episodes till we hit episode 50, another milestone. So with that, we're going to get into uh, Spider-Verse pre-spoiler chat. Anything we want to touch on before we get like jump into it?
0: All right. Main thing you need to know is that uh, this this is picking up right after into the Spider Verse. You really don't need to see anything else uh, for the most part besides that movie. Uh, this is like, and this is just a two of a three part trilogy. So uh, so yeah,
1: that's that's all I
0: I have. All I can say. <laughs> okay.
1: boiling. All right, people. If you have not seen Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, jump ahead to some point, uh, maybe when we get into our Spidey talk after, but for the next however long, we're going to get into the full spoilers of the entire Spidey cinematic universe, starting in three, two, one. Oh my goodness. Uh, This movie, this is the one time where... For listeners, we, me, and me each don't see movies together. That way, when we like. Uh, do our reviews like all of our reactions are pure this is the one where i so appreciated that we didn't see it together but at the same time i wanted to see it with you because there were so many moments where i was like i know he is leaping up in his theater doing cartwheels down the aisle oh my
0: goodness You, you don't you don't understand bro you do not understand what what i was doing in that theater I I'm pretty sure I was annoying everybody in it, but I didn't care.
1: I did not care at all because this movie was, hating. Hating, I tell you bro. I, I don't know if we want to do this now or we want to do this later, but I counted a few venom teases. I don't know how many. I'm going to say the three. I don't know how many you actually caught, but I caught three. So we had obviously the one spot. We're going to get into it uh, with the uh, the different universe hopping. We had the second one with the uh, the webs where it shows like, oh, sometimes it's bad. And it showed the comic panel of how Venom got started. And then the third one, I saw Agent Venom. I don't know if you saw another any others. <laughs> nope. Those were the main three. Those yes. were the main three. And that was it. I was like, that was all I needed. <laughs> 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 all right. So, oh, my gosh. Here we go. Breaking it down. Starting off, it started with us. Uh, uh, Gwen Stacy in her alternate universe. And let me just tell you, the artwork <laughs> in this movie is beautiful. Um, so we start with Gwen Stacy in her universe, uh, just like opening it up and we kind of goes into her backstory. So in the previous one, we learned that uh, Peter Parker died, but we don't know the circumstances, essentially. But turns out he was the lizard. <laughs> and so like in it as like, it was kind of like a callback to like any other Spider-Man movie where they accidentally kill the person that they know turns out the dad walks in and it's just like, Oh man, you killed him.
0: Yeah,
1: that was, that was, that was tough to start with. So then moving forward, they're kind of out, on the outs, don't really talk anymore. So then we have a vulture come in, but it's not a vulture of this earth. It's like a paper mache looking vulture, if you Austrian will.
0: In Renaissance. Type <laughs> of vulture.
1: So with that, um, uh, She does battle, she's like, Oh, this doesn't make sense, and then all of a sudden, Batman, I mean (laughs) Spider-Man 99 comes in. (laughs) 2099. Oh my (laughs) lord. So he comes in trying to uh fix things. Then we also get uh is it Jessica Drew, right? The spider-woman, and she's pregnant and she's on a bike, and it's so fire, man. Um, and so like we don't need to like jump into it, but essentially, like her dad finds out that. She is Spider Gwen, and then she goes with the other two spiders, uh, into like the spider portals in the dimensions. Well, what was so incredible about this movie? Just like with the start, this is like the first 15 to 20 minutes, I would say, and it was perfectly fine. Like, at no point watching it, was I like hurry up and get to miles, hurry up and get to miles, hurry up and get to miles. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's so good. And then we get to miles.
0: <laughs> yep. So the main thing I want to talk about with this scene was. What- Actually, just two things. Firstly, just how comic accurate they got Gwen's origin. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure, pretty sure my pal Abigail of KLC Press was leaping in her chair <laughs> watching it, just knowing just how screen accurate it was. Uh, and then the other part was just uh, Miguel's mention of Doctor Strange and that nerd from Earth 1999999. In case you guys don't know, that's MCU Spider Man. Yeah. And that was the that was the first uh, time we we get mention of our live action verse in going into uh, this movie, which I'm just like, oh, no, I did not know how how far it was going to go. And then we 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 cut to Miles. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Miles, of course, he doing his thing. He's being Spider-Man. And as Spider-Man, of course, he he's always late to his appointments, late to his meetings. While trying to fight, uh, the spot, and and the spot is actually pretty. He, he quite he hilarious. I'm I'm not even gonna hold you. He he quite At first. <laughs> he, he quite funny in, initially. Like I'm like he's the type of guy who I would I would just sit down with. I was like, bro, bro, I just need to uh, hey hey, listen, let's let's get a cup of coffee, my guy. I I just need to know about you, because he was hilarious. Uh, but but yeah, and then and of course he's. Calling Miles his nemesis, and he's just and Miles is like, bro, I don't know you like that, bro. Uh, and then with with that, of course, another big thing about Miles in this moment, as as he's like dealing with everything, dealing with the with the Spider Man, school balance, is his feelings for uh, Gwen and how he he deeply misses her. Uh, and I'm just like,
1: mm. and she misses him. That's what the first uh opening scene implied.
0: Yep, yep. It implies that she misses him too. So we're just like, oh, oh, we're going here here. Okay. Okay, my boy. But uh, but yeah, so essentially, like he fights the spot and then he goes up to have a meeting with his uh I guess college advisor, yeah. With his parents, and of and of course, uh it, it don't go over so well because Miles B. Milesing, Uh, (laughs) well, Miles is channeling his inner Peter Parker, you know, by just disappearing and just and just going out to be Spider Man and shirking his human responsibilities, which I'm like, yeah, that's about right. And also, and then like he goes out to try to fight Spot again, and and then his dad shows up, and he's just like, oh no. Uh, (laughs) So like they end up fighting at Alchemax, which then is revealed like what this man's story is if you guys remember from into the spider verse there was a moment where uh peter and miles they were like at the lab getting chased by doc ock right with the computer and then miles just throws a bagel at a random guy and then it literally cuts to that guy getting hit with the bagel and it actually says bagel yeah this guy becomes the spot so i'm just like hey yo i'm dying and and eventually uh he ends up getting sucked inside one of his own portals. So
1: yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Like when he was like, yo, I'm your nemesis, I'm your nemesis, because I've I've seen this twice because it's that great of a movie. So like the first time I was like, Yo, why nobody knows who you are, fam. Like, you're talking about nemesis. We only have one Spider-Man movie so far. Like, is there something I'm supposed to know about? Are you like from an alternate dimension? And then like uh you fought that previous miles. that's what i was thinking and then like when they get into the backstory like you when they show the bagel again i was i was weak uh so just really with that we're gonna get into like the villain of it all but like and how like that kind of ties into the story but Man, just the shirking of the responsibilities and then how it so seamlessly transitions from there where it's like, hey, his mom Rio is like, did you order the cake? And then, no, but we can't skip the conversation yet with his dad uh, as Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, so after he gets sucked into the portal, basically Spider-Man, uh, I'm just going to call him Spider-Man like whenever he's in the mask, mm-hmm. he and uh, his dad end up talking essentially all about like, hey I don't want uh essentially like hey I'm just going through it right now like I don't want like there's my son miles in fact you actually act just like him you remind me so much of him' like no nah, no nah, I'm pretty sure he's just a cool kid but uh you no know, miles trying to do his best uh deep man vo- voice yes and with that he ends up saying like okay uh so essentially like what's going on is like this this boy he growing up so fast and like mm-hmm. I don't want to lose him I don't want like him to fall with the wrong crowd because, like, he has so much potential, but, like, he seems to be making, like, he's really smart, but he makes really stupid decisions. And I'm just like, yeah.
1: It's, It's so interesting because we're going to get into it when we get our like our deeper conversation on Spider Man, but to like that parallel between uh, Gwen and her dad, and then immediately with uh, Miles and his dad, it's just like opening it up because we don't often see in superhero movies. It's a lot of like unresolved uh, daddy issues, aka Iron Man. And like, you know, us loving anime, there's no such thing as a dad in anime. So <laughs> they, they almost always get isekai. So uh, just like seeing that dynamic play out was really cool in that conversation. So, man. And then so like with that, moving forward, he's supposed to go get the cake. But again, like you said, Spider-Man responsibility is always get in the way of that so he's late to his dad's party because his dad is becoming captain which is something that is innocuous at first but going later into the movie it's like oh okay so like he's late to the party beefing with his parents and then he gets grounded essentially uh because like it's just like he he can't tell them who he is and it will like explain everything because he's afraid that you know they be they hate him not love him anymore
0: yeah like this this was kind of a bit rough because it's like it's like at this point like as fans you like bro just like just just tell them Mm -hmm. and but then there's always that part is like you you always think of that one excuse is like man what if like all my enemies like they get to my loved ones and that's kind of like what miles was feeling but also like it's just like you you just don't understand you don't understand what i'm going through it's like bro if you don't tell them what it is. They won't know what you're going through. But it's but, cra- yeah, yeah. But at the same time he's 15. So yes.
1: But it's crazy because it's like what we talked about. I remember during the Valentine episode where it's like, okay, telling your crush about whatever, and like some people get like super terrified of doing it. But it's so relatable because all you have to do is replace, oh, I'm Spider-Man with whatever. Not secret, but thing that you're keeping from those that you care about, those that you love, that you can't explain to people. And that's so relatable, even though like, you're not a superhero. So like going forward, we see that the portal opens and Gwen steps out and we start celebrating in the aisle <laughs> with that. So she's just basically, it's months after like we initially um see her at the beginning of the movie we don't know how time kind of goes in the spider-verse they don't explain that they don't really need to it's not much of a problem to me so with that uh she's been part of the squad for months and she's like hey miles you want to get out of here and <laughs> an award that will be coming later <laughs> ensues
0: yep hey because he's like oh man uh i would but i'm grounded but and she's like oh dang can spider-man come out to play it? and he's like and he's like, oh, bet. But before that, of course, uh, she like takes a look at his surroundings. She uh, sees like a whole like action figure in a uh, in a case, and this part hurt my soul because she <laughs> opened the package of this limited edition toy. I'm just like, oh, great, baby, what are you doing? And you see that same look on Miles' face, I'm like, no, that was gonna be
1: worth millions
0: uh and then and then she takes a look at his uh notebook
1: his bowser book bro
0: uh and and first she sees like pictures like he draws of like his parents uncle aaron and then of her and other spider people and then of her and then of her and then of her her. (laughs) it's like hey yo hey yo but uh is like fiending. He was, he was he was thirsty. He was starving. He was starving. But uh, but that's the reason why he decided to say, you know what? Forget being grounded. Um, I'll deal with that later. Uh, mm-hmm. and decides to go out with with baby girl on a swinging uh competition, if you will. They're yeah. just swinging together. But at but at the same time, though, Gwen just disappears and does something and appear apparently does something that looks a bit really shady. Like she just places a camera in front of uh in front of an innocuous like apartment building and then she comes right back to miles and then they just hang out at the party to which then some uh some emotional cringe just just purely happens because as as miles and gwen like of course they're they well before then they're just talking on uh they're talking on a gargoyle upside down looking over the city
1: uh, that scene is beautiful
0: beautifully animated beautifully And they're just talking about just life and just how difficult it is being a spider and just how much they really connect and how, like, she and like they, like, pretty much they're pretty much the same, even though like they're from different universes, they're still the same. And you're just like, and then they end up like scooching next to each other, and you're just like, oh my goodness. And then it, and then it cuts to them at the party where. Again, emotional cringe ensues because if you're like anybody, when you're trying to uh, riz up a girl, the last thing that you need happening is your parents getting involved. Uh-huh. Good heavens, <laughs> let's just take it over because I, I just can't.
1: I just okay, can't uh, so before we get into that, a little bit of black Air Force energy we need to have. Do we want to keep up our war with um. Avatar are one side at war,
0: <laughs> real quick. Of, of course, the smoke is never to be uh ducked.
1: Okay. The animation in this movie and the visuals are f- so much better and more artistically creative than Avatar the Way of Water. <laughs> it's wait, not wait. even close. <laughs> yes. Not not
0: even because uh because with these like the way that it's animated, like the art styles, like they match it with various universes. You get to see like the emotions of certain characters through how the scene is animated. Like, for example, at the beginning when Gwen was just basically in her room, like just reminiscing with her dad, like, and you see like it just starts fading and Mm -hmm. starts like becoming like tears, like as wet paint, and you just like, oh yeah, nah, she's going through it right now. And much like darker
1: tones. So yeah, where, where this one felt like artistic creativity flowing, Avatar Way Amid felt like a science experiment. So moving forward, like you said, the cringe of uh, parents assisting in the riz game um so with that you know they kind of they don't scare her off because she has to go on a mission uh because she gets an alert on her watch me you, you seem like you have a story you want to tell with okay. that but we, we, we're we
0: not talking about that because i don't know if my parents listen to this <laughs> but if y'all are you know what y'all did
1: moving forward so uh with that she has to dip out uh she goes to go see like the spot because he's an anomaly that something happened And then also, uh, Rio, she has a really just good conversation with Miles about they really love him. They just don't want him to um, go down a bad path because from their perspective, it looks like he's doing something shady because he's always late. He's not getting as good of grades as he is skipping school like we have the perspective of Miles so we understand that but seeing it from their perspective if someone in your life was doing that you'd be like okay that's that's kind of weird so she then tells him to go after Gwen Gwen is in the apartment of Spot and apparently like he he needs more holes <laughs> it's because he's making everyone uncomfortable <laughs> So with that, uh, actually, one of the scenes that uh, early on, so he's able to, when he kicks himself into himself, he's able to go into different dimensions. So as we mentioned, he goes into the Venomverse, talks to uh, Mrs. Mrs. Chen, talks to her. Then he goes into the Lego universe, which had my theater rolling with that. And the first is like the OG comic kind of universe uh, style. Yeah. So he goes to a place with, uh, colliders and alchemix, And then, so when, uh, in a really funny scene, uh, Spider-Man, he goes, uh, miles spider-man he goes into his like invisible mode sees uh gwen just like replaying the whole thing jessica drew our spider woman she pops up she's like hey how's it going uh checking in and then so she's like oh i messed up so we see that he's he's going to those different places so he can power up and then there's an explosion that occurs so she's like hey you need to clean this up um were you did you really go see miles he weren't supposed to so this entire time Her mission was to go see Spot, but she ended up seeing Miles because that's her friend and she loves him. Let's be honest. So with that, um, she goes, she's like, I won't see him again. So she dips off to follow the spot. Miles is left with a choice. uh, Go back to just like normal life or go after the girl you love. And he he chose right. So then we get into Mumbatan.
0: Oh yeah, we we going to India uh, today, as he essentially he goes into the Spider-Man India verse, um, and that's where the spot is located at. And you see, it's basically just Manhattan, but India. So, and then like you get you get to meet Spider-Man India, Spider-Man <laughs> India, um, and essentially like he just spouts out like his story, which is just peter parker's but in india um Mm -hmm. just like the comic book origins with the only difference being that he's a lot more attractive he got that good hair uh he he got that good build and he got that good girl
1: and that costume is sick fam
0: yes yes it is so so essentially the three of them, of of course, Gwen is just like, Miles, what you doing here, fam? Did you <laughs> follow me? I'm like, is it really following? I was <laughs> like, Miles, 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 you, you tank, you taking a little, you taking a little. That's that's mad stalkerish, my guy. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so they have to end up like going together to basically try to stop Spot from, uh, you know, getting the Hadron Collider and becoming more powerful. And unfortunately, it doesn't. It doesn't work out well for them because he he basically because Spot is now like more powerful. He has much more control of his spots, Mm -hmm. so he's able to cause some actual havoc. Yeah, he's able to teleport like spider people into each other, teleport people just wherever he wants them to, teleport punches to the person who's getting who's delivering the punch, which is kind of mad crazy. Uh, and then he traps like Miles and crew behind a a force field, and Miles thinks like, "Okay, this gives me a chance to use my new Venom powers to try to like basically absorb the energy of the shield." And then comes him. Yes, (laughs) let's get into Hobie Brown, Spider Punk himself, coming in hot, (laughs) and he was pure anarchy. I could barely understand a word he was saying, but it didn't matter because he is him.
1: I and, mean, goodness,
0: and he just steamrolls through the forest field, basically tries to get Miles up. few just like, "Hey, hey, hey, use your palms next time, next time, young blood," um, uh-huh. and just starts running roughshod on Spot with his with his guitar, and you get into his origins. And how he's essentially just well, his origins exactly like the comics, where he essentially comes from in a universe built on corporations, and he's just basically a an anarchist. Yes, he don't he don't follow the system. He does whatever he wants. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I really loved his introduction because they kept teasing. They're like Hobie, 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 Hobie throughout like earlier, and like Miles was like, "Wait, you stayed at his place? You stayed at his universe?" Then even Spider Man India was like, "Oh, he doesn't know about Hobie." And then so with that, you're like, oh, man, is Spider-Punk going to be an op? But <laughs> it turns out he's not, man. Uh, I, I really loved him like in the original comics run when they did like the first two Spider-Man crossover series with the Spider-Verse. Uh, so I'm I'm super happy uh, that he, he was not an op. But with that spot, he gets the collider. Um, and then in it, it's like this scene where it's like it, it explodes and then Miles he kind of like sees two alternate reality like universes both in black and white and it's like uh, he sees Spider-Man India girlfriend's dad trying to save the kid but he also sees his dad at the same time and he's like yo what, what's going on and then Spot is like that's our future I'm out deuces and then with that
0: take everything you love
1: yeah so then like uh, the building falls and it's just like oh, one of the the coolest shots where they tried to save the building, and then there's just like the four of them side by side, uh, to save everybody. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> this movie, Hate, I tell you, it, it looked it
0: looked basically they were trying to do the Tobey Maguire Spider Man with the whole
1: building and four of them. It did not work out well at all. Uh, but <laughs> no, but but yeah. um with that uh so then spider-man india he's trying to save his girlfriend who's on a bus and then i immediately thought of the bus and then uh green goblin from the first one but then the dad (laughs) it's like what um miles morales just saw It's where he he's trying to save a kid uh so he's about to go and then gwen holds him she's like please don't do it uh miles be careful and like when you see it the first time you're like 100 like oh she's just trying to save him because it's very dangerous and like right before she gets a message about a canon event and I, nope, like i don't know what that is before like they explain it later but then uh miles morales is able to save uh the dad and then it's like okay everyone's a hero we're happy and then like a quantum portal just like opens up and uh spider-man india's like reality is starting to shatter and then transitioning from there we go into uh <laughs> jessica drew is mad and she's like yo uh miguel wants to talk to all y'all real quick Ooh,
0: oh, it ain't looking good, it ain't looking good. Cause when, when Jessica mad, she mad, mad. And oh, yeah. like her and just like a bunch of other spider scientists, one of them was actually the future foundation Spider-Man. Um just saying. Uh, yes. Yep. So so we finally get to see that boy. And they, they do our be- their best to try to close that that hole, and then they all get shunted into uh this new reality, if you will. And In this reality, this is where the spider society resides, and and this is where where I just started just geeking all the way out. I know you were because you just see a bunch of the spider characters, all from all all the entire fandom uh, the entire comics book series, you, I'm just like, wait, is that
1: you? I'm like, Oh, hold on, hold on. Is that you I'm like, Oh, is that, is that who I think it is? The first time I missed the Insomniac Spider-Man because like it was behind like the things, it, like I just saw the title, but I couldn't see him. And then the second time I was like, Oh, that is him. Yes. <laughs> and he was animated like the game.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like the characters, wherever universe they spawn from, they're animated exactly like this. And case in point, as you said, Insomniac Spider-Man, because as they're walking through, it's like, oh, yeah, these are a bunch of villains who fell through. And uh, these are people who, like, you, they need to get sent back. And then Miles just looks at one in particular. Yes. And then this man turns around, and I I died. I died immediately, because it was Donald Glover as the Prowler. Yes. And he's looking at it. What you looking at? <laughs> and we're just like, lot, <laughs> and this is the live action one. So yeah, like, yo, MCU pro, my
1: MCU mile, R.I.P. Peter, R.I.P. Tom Holland, it's over. Yeah, when I saw Peter Park car, I almost flipped out. <laughs> this, this movie is incredible, so we gotta move forward. We gotta move. Forward. Yeah, we gotta keep moving.
0: Okay, so and then like while they're moving on, they end up meeting another. Miles end up meeting another girl named a uh, Spider Bite, who essentially comes from an, a VR reality, and um, uh, we could tell like um, there was some something going on. Like the the unspoken <laughs> riz was, was was crazy. Gwen uh, saw it too. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. I'm not even going to hold you. As he's going on, we see, like, many more spiders. We see spectacular Spider-Man. Josh Keaton with that animation. Uh, (laughs) You see Spider-Man Unlimited from the- Yes, that was the one.
1: I'm like, uh, (laughs) please. Come back. Give me more. <laughs> if we saw that together, we would have got kicked out of the theater because we would have just been oh, pointing no, them I, off.
0: I would have fought security. Or not. <laughs> I'd be fighting the entire time just to say, uh, like, bam, bam, bam bang bang um. so, so,
1: yeah. so then okay. we uh, see Hobie pulling a rocket and he's like finessing different, different pieces and you're just thinking oh it's him being his anarchist self and let me tell you his animation is sick too because he has like the stitch work from the art uh, kind of like that 80s London rock style um, so then we see uh, <laughs> Batman again <laughs> Spider-Man 2099 just brooding and coming down slowly from his cave but then uh, we kind of do see like uh, with that situation he explains to Miles like hey this is the second time you've caused like a portal in the uh, multiverse a threat like that and then he's just kind of explaining like uh, a canon event which I will also call an incursion and I'll say later why we call it that Uh, so with that he explains that hey, the dad was supposed to die on the bridge. And so with that canon event, uh, it's the different things that connect. And again, they show like the Spider-Mans that we know and love, they show, uh, they're like, hey, we all lost on it. So we see like a Tobey Maguire holding Uncle Ben. We see like, oh, the captains, they all, um, all of us have held a captain trying to save a child. We see amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Miguel explains that um, if you break a canon event, so like he went to this world where the other Miguel died, he was happy, so he replaced that Miguel, had a darn and everything, and it ended up ca- causing an incursion, and that entire timeline got wiped.
0: Yep, and don't forget, uh, Peter B. Parker in the first movie pops back up, yeah, living his best life with the with the spot with that pink pink fleece robe. And he he a whole dad now with Mayday Parker. Yes, if you know who that is, woo! uh well, yeah. Mephisto
1: knows. We we
0: don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Um, it, it, but uh, Mayday Parker with her spider powers just causing a little bit of mayhem, but is adorable. Um, yep, Peter B is, is a whole dad. But yes. yeah, keep. But yeah, keeping on going. Yeah, essentially Miguel just explains how like Miguel, how Miles is essentially like, hey, everybody gonna die, like all the captains die, and then we remember, wait, and Miles remembers, wait, my dad's becoming a captain, and then all the Spider Man just surround him.
1: That scene, that scene, the way they played the music, it got darker. Oh my god,
0: bro, it it was it was just like some pure despair going on because Miles is like, hold on, my dad's about to come become a captain. Is this about to happen? And then, just unfortunately, they're just like, yeah. It's like, when? In about two days or so. And, like, Miles, he he freaking out. He's like, no, no, I need to go stop him. I need to go stop him. I need to go save my dad. And Miguel trying to explain, no, you cannot. We can't save everybody. He's like, no, I'm Spider-Man. I can save yeah. everyone. I can try to save everyone and the multiverse at the same time. And he's like, no, no, you cannot. And then puts Miles in a force field.
1: What was crazy about that scene um, and something that like thinking about is that they Miguel was mentioning all of us share a certain like trauma points. And it's crazy because. This is, I mean, it's kind of mild spoilers, but like with uh, Miles, his original run, his mom died because of your boy. Uh, so. Yeah, Venom, baby. <laughs> wait, actually, wait,
0: wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. That, that ain't my boy. It wasn't Eddie Brock, Venom. It wasn't Eddie Brock. It was unfortunately another black man, but uh we, we don't talk about that.
1: So his mom dies because of that. In the Spider-Man game, his dad dies because he's a captain trying to save someone. And then in the uh, and then in the the movie verse, his uncle dies. So it's like every Spider-Man, there's always like a trauma. There's always like a big loss, and it's not. And the way they connected that to the other ones, whereas it's just like hey it's not we're just killing people off to kill them off except for the new comic run but we'll talk about that later um but with that it's like it's a shared trauma that makes us spider-man spider people spider beings and that was so incredible so then um miles is able to break out hobie is like yo i quit i'm out and then just like that chase scene uh there's one part where (laughs) all the characters who's the spider-man with like the backpack and like those arms
0: that was Spider Man twenty two ninety nine.
1: Oh, I like. Oh, he's that supposed one. to be
0: even further from the future than Miguel.
1: And then, oh, the Scarlet Spider! That one ben was Riley. so cool. No, oh, that was hilarious because he was such an edge lord, yes. like he was in the
0: comics. Yes, I'm like, they could not have gotten Ben Riley so perfectly to encapsulate that entire nineties. Oh my so, goodness.
1: So then they have Web Slinger, there is Spider-Rex, there is the Spider Cat, uh, a few other ones. Oh, and then also like in that scene where they're surrounding him. We see Penny is back. Um, and she has
0: a <laughs> upgrade. Oh, <laughs> yep, it was the actual comic accurate uh spider well sp well sp-dr. <laughs> the spider.
1: Oh man, this Whew. so then uh once he kind of semi-escapes, Peter B. Parker is talking to him with Mayday, and he's just like, hey, I'm trying to explain things. Oh, also in this, huh? oh, they don't tell, tell him about that part yet, but they kind of just like say that you're messing things up. And he, there is a slight mention that the Spider is from a different universe. They don't talk about the next part until later in the fight. But then um, with that, Miles escapes. He fights Miguel and this is the scene from the trailer where we were all like, Oh, wait, Miguel is an op where he's gonna get oh my goodness. <laughs> he beat the crap out of him. So then we learn that uh not only is like they can't send Miles back because um he he's gonna break a canon event, but it's the fact that his the spider that bit him which is mentioned three times in the movie prior is from earth 42 so that means that that earth like doesn't have a spider-man is what miguel tells him and you were never meant to be spider-man because um and then also not only were you not meant to be spider-man the spider-man of your universe would have stayed alive he would have stopped kingpin instead of saving you so like his death is on your hands along with this entire mess And also, this is the reason why nobody could visit you because you're an anomaly. And then he finds out that Gwen and Peter B. know.
0: Yeah, which is kind of it was kind of heartbreaking. And also just to mention another heartbreak was like earlier when it was during the chase, Gwen does like try to web up his chest. And then they just look at each other and then you just see a just huge disappointment in Miles's eyes. As he just rips the webbing off of him and continues on, but yeah, this was just pure pain and despair on his uh on his face when he realized I was not supposed to be Spider Man, and it's like, dang, you it was like you messed everything up, and but like it truly galvanized Miles even more to where he's like, you know what, screw you, yeah. all, all you Spider people. Yes. I'm gonna do me now. And then he just Venom Blast Miguel, because at this point, they're going vertically up a, like, on a a rail line. Mm -hmm. He blasts Miguel off, and then they're all like, where are you going to go? Like, what are you going to do? Miles, like stop being irrational. It's like, was it irrational getting all you spider people away from the HQ, away from yeah. the base? Boom. And he just dives off and just heads straight for it. I'm like,
1: this man, <laughs> That's this boy right up. here growing up. Also, just with that, this kind of, what was so good about it, it also amplified the threat that spot is. Because a lot of the times we see a villain and it's like, oh, a villain makes the movie, a villain makes the movie. And it's like Spot is like, he's silly from the beginning. And then he gets a bit of a glow up and you're like, OK, the spiders are going to team up. They're going to stop Spot. But it's like there's a canon event in which your dad dies because of Spot. You can't stop that from happening or you're going to destroy the multiverse. That is insane because you now made Spot an even bigger threat. Where it's like, okay, he can take him out, and just wow, that. And don't forget the
0: attitude change from Spot Two to where yes. now he, because c- of his upgrades, because normally he's pure white with black. black spots. No, then they when he gets his upgrade, it inverts so like he's purely black with like, spot black. I hate you with <laughs> like with just white penciled in like uh spots, and he starts talking wildly crazy he's talking real spicy and real like i'm i'm just gonna take everything you love like he he became an eldritch abomination at that point so (laughs) so yeah like uh maz is he in a heap of trouble but yeah cutting to him like he's at the like back at hq he managed to avoid and just avoid everybody and then, like, using his invisibility, he's able to, like, trick a uh, spider bite, and essentially activates the machine, because there's a machine that sends people back to their respective universes, uh-huh. and like, Miles, like, he activates it, and then use and uses it on himself, and then this part kind of, you no, know what, I'm not gonna say the spoiler, but I'm gonna tell you, like, afterwards, like, because I saw that part coming, and and like there's like two reasons why I saw a part coming, but I'll let let I'll just say that for like after the, I sell you the spoiler. So he ends up like like they like it scans him, it's, and then it starts like trying to transport him back to the universe. Mm-hmm. And of course you see Miguel just coming in like a demon.
1: <laughs> oh like a also, I because I'm not I'm I know Miguel from the games, not the comics. He almost, like, a vampire bit (laughs) um, Vulture at the beginning, Oh so you saw how demon-time he was. Yeah,
0: and that's actually part of his powers, because unlike the others, where they just get bit by a spider, he actually has his DNA spliced with a spider, so that's why he has all them talons and claws, and that's why he actually has vampiric-esque teeth, and his eyes are sensitive to light. Um, I don't know what part of that comes from a spider, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and he, he tries to, like, just claw his way to Miles to try to stop him, but it don't work. And, and like, there was a moment where Spider-Bite, she could have stopped it from happening, but she looks at Miles, and she looks at the button, then she looks at Miles, and she longingly stares at Miles, and then Miles just puts on his mask and then disappears.
1: The prior is. <laughs> I'm it saying works. that that
0: rhythm was unmatched, my guy. But uh, and then he gets transported. So of course, like after all that, everybody's like in a in a tussle, in a his, hissy fit, and and then Miguel just goes like, "Gwen, this is your fault, and as such, you got to go. You're out of here." <laughs> and he just pretty much sends her, just forcibly sends her back to her universe. Mm-hmm. And as such, because she gets kicked out, her, ri- her wristband communicator that allows her to transport through universes, it stops working. And then Miguel decides to say, like, hey, listen. Because like at the end of it, Gwen says, like, we're supposed to be the good guys. Mm-hmm. And then after she disappeared, Miguel like tells everybody else, like, hey, we are the good guys. We're trying to save everybody. All right, Jessica, Ben Riley, you're on me. And then he and then Peter B tried to step in. He's like, nah, nah 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 nah. I've had enough out of you. <laughs> I'm like, Miguel, what type of like Yo, type I don't
1: remember him being such demon type.
0: Well, actually, I kind of do because 2099 in the comics is kind he's kind of more of the hard-edged one. Uh-huh.
1: But to this extent, it's kind of crazy. He full-on Batman. All right, so I know you said you don't want to talk about a spoiler part, so I'm going to handle Gwen's part first. Uh, yeah. So with that, she goes into uh, her universe and she then goes home. So she like opens her drum kit where she like has a picture of her and Miles uh, just to reset, you know, go home and her dad's there uh, knocked out on the couch. So she gets the picture. She's about to go. And then her dad is like there he's like hey where are you going can we talk or whatever and man that conversation and what she talked about just like with the uh the imagery told the story along with their words so it's like the walls they were darker it was like running down and she's just like Yo, if you're going to arrest me, just arrest me. Um, I did not kill my best friend. I, it's tough. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I can't lose another friend. And, like, then he quits uh, being a captain on the police force. So that, like, uh, erases his canon event that could potentially happen. And then also just, like, when they reunite, the world gets so much brighter. <laughs> and it was it felt so happy so pure like of goodness and just like with that he's like hey someone left this for you it's a real piece of work and you see the artwork of the box and you're like oh it's our boy Hobie so then we see that his finessing earlier in the show uh well movie uh he created his own essentially like watch uh, for time travel and he left it for Gwen and she's like hey I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, and then she goes to Miles Earth, and I'll I'll leave that next part to you. All
0: right. So and then as I said, Miles appears back in his reality. Of course, it's raining and everything like that. And then um, Miguel, Jessica, and Ben Riley, they also end up on Miles' Earth. And they're just and they're all like, hey, we need to, we're just scrambling for Miles. Like, I'm gonna need y'all to go. Basically, we're going to his apartment. We're going to his school, and we're having Jessica tell his dad uh, Mm -hmm. because those are the main three places he's gonna go. And and then, of course, as I said, like Gwen, she actually manages to she manages to do Ben Riley dirty. (laughs) She does him dirty and gets him uh packed up uh (laughs) not not killed him, not killed him, but uh KOs him. she she, she gets Ben Riley packed up, which uh at this point that. The way she she did Ben Roddy, that's actually immersing compared to what happened to him in the comics. I'm I'm just saying, we're, we're not gonna get into that. We're not getting into that right now. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, but uh, but yeah. So like from there, right, we cut to Miles and he's scrambling through the city trying to get back home, and he ends up back at his own apartment. And from there, like his mother, like Rio, just shows up and she's like, "Hey, uh, I was like, hey, there you are." And then like Miles. He's just like, like, all right. I listen. I I gotta tell you everything. I gotta tell you everything. I'll tell you about what what's been going on and like why I've been out. And she's like, hey, you changed your hair. And like, it was just like really like innocuous, like very tiny. It's like, hey, your hair looked different. And we just attributed it to the fact like this man just been going through it the entire day, and like his hair is just like all wild, wildly and frizzed up. So we thinking it's that. And then she said like, and then he tells her like, hey. I'm Spider-Man. And then she goes, What's a Spider-Man? And and she and and we're just like, wait, hold on, what? And, and first, like, yeah, Spider-Man, you know, the uh, uh you know, the people from this route, you know, like the superhero is like, oh, you mean these people from Comic Con? I'm like, oh Lord, this is my mom. Um <laughs> yes, you know this is you. Uh and then and then she gets a knock at the door and then he lets us up in. And then and it is at this point. Because all this is interspliced together, like it's raining in all universes, right? Uh-huh. And this is where we realized, and this is where Miles were like, "Hold up, that device scanned the spider that bit me, so I actually got sent to Earth forty-two, That's not hilarious. my home yeah. universe." So, so yeah, and you want to know who walks in through the, you know, I've got sent to the reality without Spider-Man. Know who walks through that door? Uncle Aaron, mm-hmm. and. Of course, Miles is just like, I'll go later, and I missed you, big dog." <laughs> He's like, "I, I-, I kid, um, like hold up," and and then of course, as a like, Gwen, he she is at actual Miles's apartment in his verse, and it's like, okay, he ain't he, and she ends up going inside right as like Jeff goes inside, so like Jeff and Rio, like they are uh. They are essentially like talking like, okay, what are we going to do about Miles and all of that? And then she walks in, Gwen walks in from Miles' room and they're like, hold on. What is you doing here? (laughs) And to me, I'm just like, ah, this ain't a good look. This ain't a good look. You're just sneaking into a boy's room and a girl just walks out, and this girl uh happens to be not of the same uh skin tone. Let's
1: just say Dr. Umar was not happy. <laughs>
0: oh nah, nah, nah. In a black household, and even more so in a in a Puerto Rican household, this this ain't gonna fly. <laughs> this this would not fly at all. And it, show enough, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> essentially she just says, like, hey, I I I don't know where Miles is, but I have a good gets trace on where and she's like all right hey just tell miles when you see him he's grounded for half a year for five months basically a half a year and come home
1: safely Mm -hmm. that was touching man that was that was touching but with the earth 42 i know you caught it though i know when it happened i know you caught it because i caught it too because like they scanned it and they mentioned it a few times at first and then like on the screen for a brief second says earth 42. Like, it was like one frame where it just <laughs> says 42
0: and but like I was so locked in we were I locked in. i thought like like oh, hold wait hold on is
1: anybody get see it to earth as soon as we got there I was like it's not his earth it's not his earth it's not his earth <laughs> it's not his earth and then um like when it, it was the reveal people in the theater were going crazy I was like it's not as Earth. but then uh, with that just with Uncle Aaron and they get on the rooftop Miles gets knocked out just because you know he acting weird and then he gets kidnapped so with that well not I guess he is kidnapped so with that he wakes up he's back in a nice callback to the first movie he's tied to the the punching bag and he's just like Uncle Aaron I'm not from the from this earth yada 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 you got to send me home my dad is alive my uncle Aaron didn't want to be the prowler um yeah, this that, that, that. in
0: this new universe in Earth 42 Jeff Jeff is dead his, yes. his daddy did.
1: Yeah, so he's back in the insomniac universe. <laughs> yep. So with that, uh, it then there's the big reveal that the miles of that universe is the um is the prowler. And he's like, yo, you're and then he has more of the uh Puerto Rican accent to it, and he's like, Your dad's dead. <laughs> and he he specifically says, Your dad is dead. And then he's like, uh, my our miles is like, you gotta let me go. And he's like, why would I do that? <laughs> and I was just like Oh, my gosh. And there is a there is a mention of the Sinister Six. So this ties into the final scene where I almost fell forward out of a reclining chair. And it shows uh, Gwen, she's talking and it's the rain and uh, every uh, everybody's getting ready for the final battle. And it shows like the first four, So it's like Hobie, uh, Spider-Man India. Then you see uh, Spider-Bite. I believe there's one more from this movie. But then it oh Penny and then it shows Spider Ham and Spider-Man Noir and Peter I, B. Yes. And Peter B. Peter B, yes, because he she recruits him. Um that was the one I was thinking of. I almost jumped out my chair. Bam. And when this happened, I thought there were like 40 minutes left in the movie <laughs> to be continued. I was like, no.
0: <laughs> and he was living. I I know, like when I was in the theater and I saw, I was like, "The squad is back! The squad is back! Let's let's get it!" And then the movie in, and then my entire theater was
1: alive. They were like, "No, that was a demon slayer s cliffhanger, Sam! That's how good the movie was because everyone was like." expecting there to be more movie to happen so like yeah so like what i was saying there is was a te- there is a mention of the sinister six cartel um gwen knows that they're on a different earth uh, miles is on a different earth so what if they have to fight that earth sinister six
0: what if uh what if uh a certain a certain uh miles is part of said sinister Six?
1: Oh boy damn That means we might get another Dr. Ott, because you know he always part of the sinister Mm Six. What if there's a Venom on that Earth?
0: I'm just saying. Well, if it was a Venom on that Earth, that that Earth is done for. I'm not... (laughs) You
1: you saw how it looks. There is no Spider-Man
0: on that Earth. Venom (laughs) is running roughshod on everybody. (laughs) No, no, not just... Actually, not just Venom. Carnage will
1: run roughshod on everybody. No! It's running grudshot on that entire earth. There, there's no Asian Venom because he gets purified by Spider-Man. <laughs> it's over. R.I.P. to that verse, okay? Oh, uh, man. But that... also, also,
0: also, something that like, I was just like, that That kind of got to me like right afterwards. Peep the hairstyle of the two Mileses. One had a giant afro. Yes. The other had corn rolls. Who did that remind you of in the Black
1: community? Huey and Riley yeah. I am the storm dun, dun. <laughs> yes. We gotta get Regina King to voice these two. More <laughs> the Freedmen, the boondocks are here.
0: Wait, wait, hey, hold on. We oh uh, I know what that we're gonna put that into do list. Make an edit of that of them two interacting, but have it be Huey and Rob.
1: Damn, I didn't even peek that until you just mentioned <laughs> what if they did that on purpose,
0: bro. <laughs> I I I would
1: it's like that, that explains so much. Boy, it, it speaks to how great that mo- the movie was, that the fact when it ended, everyone in the theater was expecting more, not for it to get like ready because like spot pops back up too. And he's like, yo, it's time to end this. So I'm thinking it's big battle time. We got another 40 minutes. So we're going into beyond, yeah, yeah, beyond the Spider-Verse. Oh, what else is there? to the Best new Spideys. Let's go there. Oh
0: my goodness! All right, best new spiders. out of this movie, of course, of course Hobie Brown gotta gotta be up there. Um, this yeah, you know, like he he got that guitar. He he helping our boy Miles out. He got that sibling energy. Yes, when yes. not uh, what Miles was insinuating. So oh so,
1: no, Spider Man India was insinuating it too.
0: Oh no, no Spider India. Well, kind of, but but Spider India. He was more on on team uh, miles and Gwen yes it's like oh the the romantic tension and both of them <laughs> kept trying to deny it And it was like nah it's happening oh ah, fam. Ah, fam. this we, we we've been through this roller too many times <laughs> I've been I've been through it too many emotional emotionally times um but uh but yeah so like that's one um despite how much of a demon he'd been uh 2099 he 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 gotta be there uh he gotta be on the list I um, love
1: Spider-Man India
0: I'm not gonna lie <laughs> The girl I mean. he, he, he cool peoples um yeah who oh yeah uh, as i said, said josh Keaton as spectacular spider-man and an old boy from uh spider-man unlimited they they gotta be there we gotta Spider-by, be spider bite, obviously spider bay yeah she she got there too uh <laughs> but oh my goodness to me too many spiders all
1: right uh one big question are you ready for the sequel
0: i i need that sequel uh yesterday <laughs> I need it two hours ago.
1: This Uh, is a mini get it off your chest. Hollywood, pay these writers. (laughs) We pay these writers. Because 2024, we about to be eaten. Um, Like we got Godzilla versus Kong. We got Beyond the Spider-Verse. We got (laughs) X-Men. I mean, not X-Men, but Deadpool with with Logan. Let me tell you, if I get isekai this year, I'm coming back as a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i possess <laughs> somebody's soul, like Scorpion. I'm hopping up to watch some of these movies, man. Oh, I, well, it's not mine.
0: was <laughs> oh, <it's> good. <laughs> I, that mean, I get isekai'd. Uh, just know that it won't work. Uh, <laughs> all you've done is just piss me off. That's And we don't want that.
1: All right. So with that, just to kind of keep moving. From, oh, my gosh. But one question I did want to ask. With the multiverse of the Spider-Verse, Every comic book movie uh, movie at the time is essentially in a multiversal period. So in two weeks or like a week when this podcast releases, we're going to have The Flash. You and I know the comic. We've seen the animated movie. We know time travel. This creates the new 52 uh, universe. And they're going to use it. to (laughs) Exactly. Lean into the uh, James Gunn, Peter Safran universe. So multiverse. We don't know how that's going to split but multiverse in the marvel uh, mcu kane we have loki uh different uh different things with dr strange and why i say incursion and in this movie they no use canon him. event yes <laughs> no way hell exactly which kind of leads into this why i say incursion because in dr strange multiverse of madness um they say that okay this doctor strange hopping into different universes causes an incursion um and this leads to secret wars And Secret Wars obviously combines the different um, universes together, depending on which storyline. And then Marvel is leading up to uh, Secret Wars in like three years. So are the like Spider, well, are the multiversal things kind of like clipping each other in a sense? Uh, I think like in this case,
0: like especially with this movie, it's it's basically implying like, hey, Every single thing in the Spider-Verse... Like, everything's connected. So, as we know, like... This movie mentioned the MCU. It also... And by extension... These two movies are part of the MCU. And and then, because of this movie... It also brought in Venom. It brought in the Toby, And then the Andrew films. Like, it's all canon. So, essentially... Nothing's off the table. Everything is canon... And if Siever, when Secret Wars happens, time will tell who all is gonna show up. Like, is there gonna be like a cartoon world where like all like from the Into the Spider Verse, like everybody from the animated verses are gonna be in there? And then there's just gonna be a live action verse where you know we get the get everybody from from Wesley Snipes Blade to uh to Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider and everybody else. They're gonna pop up in there essentially at this point, nothing is off the table. Nothing. The only thing that's off the table as of right now is Marvel crossing over with DC to which I'm just saying get it together, guys.
1: And James Gunn has teased it, at least.
0: But he he's gonna... It, <laughs> but, but ain't nothing come out of it yet, so uh, get it together.
1: Alright, so with that, there's so much more we can talk about, we're, but we're gonna jump into our awards, so... Now we're going across the Spider Verse into award season. Meech, can you kick us off?
0: All righty. So for my first award, it is the jaw drop. The jaw drop, of course, that's where uh, fo- where my jaw literally drops the entire time, and basically, basically, this entire movie was a jaw dropper, but uh if i want to have one scene in particular it has to be where you see where they're in the spider society basically that entire scene because of the fact you get i'm seeing a bunch of spiders left and right i'm trying to say like all right who's he who's there there which costume is this and then seeing sun spider who is the paraplegic spider uh, and like her actually having uh speaking wrong like hey yo and then, of course, seeing all the live-action bits in animated form, which of course proves that, like, hey, this may actually be a viable thing. Like, have the characters interact with animated verses, not unlike Space Jam or uh or like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh boy, yes, it's like it's like we we coming in. So so yeah, like that. You know what? I'm just giving it to the uh, yeah to the Spire Society. Come get the award for draw dropping.
1: All right, Miguel, please don't hurt us as you come and off the stage. All right, so this one is a combo award because I had it different, but there's so many jump out your seat moments, but it also goes with teamwork makes the dream work. I'm going to the final scene when Gwen uh, recruits all of the spider people, uh, just even with that scene where Miles he was uh, thought he was originally going home they showed spider-man Noir, tinny and spider-ham in like the windows when he was swinging and just like uh showed the voices of them oh my goodness and i literally almost fell on my seat and it was reclined all the way back when this happened I, I i it's the teamwork i cannot wait until beyond the spider-verse because they're about to go crazy and whoever else gets introduced in that movie is gonna go insane so Jump out your seat, moment! Teamwork makes the dream work. Please get this award.
0: Yep, so my next award is is a is a is an award dear and dear to my heart. It's it's the Rizzler Award, the to the Rizzly Bear himself, Miles Morales of Earth sixteen ten. Uh, I have to make that distinction because of the other one. Uh, I need you to come on down because you you out here you you got that energy, my guy. You got that unspoken Riz. You got that true Riz at fifteen years old. You 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 managed to be able to bag both uh both Spider Gwen and Spider Bite. Just just all I have to do is like I have to warn you, with with great with great power like this, there must also come great responsibility. Um, don't let this be a uh, a Gwen and MJ scenario. Don't let this be a MJ and Black Cat scenario. Um, just. I, I just have to say, sir. Uh, just just use just use your Riz wisely. Um, just just use your power wisely. Use it responsibly, and just just take this award because you you rightfully deserve it. You Riz Lord.
1: All right, for our next award, we have music for the soul. So this is going to two people. So we have the actual composer of the uh, soundtrack. Who is Daniel Pemberton? Because just like even with the intro, where it kind of leaned into like over getting that introduction. And then with Gwen just like banging on the drums, going crazy, where it's like, oh, okay, we ready for this? And then also the the other album, (laughs) Metro Boomin. Oh, have you heard that soundtrack? Yeah. That goes crazy. Uh, just oh my gosh, the music for the soul, and then like the ending scene. Why not the indexing, but like the post-credit scene, just like that that song, and then just the hype for it, where it's like your biggest op is yourself, him facing off with his own uh, uh, version of the prowler. Man, music for the soul. Come get this award, both of you.
0: And now for the final award, you you know what time it is. The Black Air Force Award, Miguel O'Hara. You know what time it is, sir. You need to get up here. Um, for, for your just pure demon time activity, your willingness to about to execute, uh, e- Italian vulture with your, with your, uh, fangs coming a vampire, your, your brooding is, is on Batman tier levels. Uh, the, the fact that you, you went after Miles just extra hard and, and just telling him that you, you basically a mistake. Um, I'm like, bro, you, you kinda out of pocket. And the way you choke slam my boy into that train, you was and the way you shaped after him, it was it was pure demon timing just from start to finish. You was the the only time you actually had a soft heart was when you recruited Gwen to the cause, and that was about it. After after that you was you was elsewhere. You you laced up the forces. You you were just a pure demon. I, I don't know what else to say, because you, you was giving people the beats. You give him the talons, the claws, the fangs, everything, and I'm kind of scared of you right now. Um, just, just please take this award. Just, just take it.
1: You know what's crazy? If you take a step back, you can actually kind of see Miguel's point in the yes, movie. I, you see the point, but it's just the way he delivered it was <laughs> on was just on some some else. Curious of Demon Times. So now we're gonna get into the tiers of the movie. Do, do we need to list them all? No, no, we do not. <laughs>
0: You know what time it is. You know this what we're about to pick.
1: This is only the second time in podcast history where we are both giving it an S tier rating Cosmic Spider Man. The, the most, of the Elite. Yes. S tier movie. It might. I think it's better than the first one because the first one is amazing. This one is just insane. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. All, all I have to say is just, I i i i will watch this
0: movie again and again i will watch it legally illegally <laughs> uh, i'll i will re-watch it i'll make sure my kids grow up on those movies um i will ensure that because uh, essentially what this just boils down to this is the year of miles um and i i am 100 percent here for it all right uh but but yes you just
1: we saw just double s tier rating Across the Spider Verse, please, please go see this movie, people. Um, I know we're doing movie reviews. The way people are talking about the Flash, they, it really better bring it. That's all I'm going to say. It really better bring it.
0: I mean, Marvel already won, but uh, there's no coming back from this. But you, we're you, talking
1: about individual <laughs> movies. It's over for GC. <laughs> I
0: mean, no, I'm just saying that as as of this year, Marvel
1: won. Yeah, we're we're eating. Sony, Sony won. Yo, it does not make sense how Sony makes so many bad live action movies, but for these two, it's like two of the best movies ever created in terms of this like uh, genre. So,
0: yep. So get your uh yep, just go watch the movie. Get your PS fives ready. Um, and I I don't feel sorry
1: for anybody who can't. All right. So, with that, we we definitely have to take a break, get some water. Let's hit you up with a sponsor for the day. For today's sponsor,
0: we have ourselves the Spider Society. If you have been bitten by a radioactive genetically engineered spider, or have had your DNA spliced with a spider, or bonded with a symbiote that gives you spider based abilities, come join the Spider Society. You may be a part-time member or a full-time member to where you are responsible for protecting the web of life and destiny. You come in and you're able to stop incursions from happening and ensuring that canon events maintain their steady course. Please be warned that if you are not to break any of these rules, your privileges will be revoked and whatever universe you land in, you will you will subsequently be eradicated. Come join the Spider Society today and beware of the wrath of 2099.
1: Nope. So with that, um, both of us being web heads, Venom heads, just loving the entire Spider-Man universe. This deep dive is more of a come get your rose to Spider-Man himself. Uh, just like the concept of it, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, anybody like that. Um, and just why we really love this character. So let's get into it. First question, uh, just for us to kind of just geek out about it and to kind of explain why so many people in general love Spider-Man, but why did you fall in love with the character other than Venom? Dang, uh, <laughs> you take my number
0: one reason. But uh Well, it's because Spider-Man is essentially unlike other superheroes who, who are pretty much like the ideal or like some type of goal, or kind of idealistic. Nah, Spider-Man shows how real it can be when trying to be a superhero. And the fact like he was a teenager when he got his powers, and just seeing all the struggles he go through from relationships to money problems to just everything in between. Uh Spider-Man, like he he's shown to make mistakes. Uh, some some very much no. I'm not going to get into. It, I'm not going to get into. It, but uh, makes some mistakes. He made made critical errors in judgment, and there's actual consequences for it. Whereas, like in other comics, like some a character may make a mistake, but it gets rectified. The Spider-Man. Some of these mistakes tend to be long, ever long going. But the thing that keeps me with Spider-Man is the fact that like he keeps going no matter what, and he just uh. Like he will keep going, he'll keep being a hero and he keeps doing his absolute best. And the fact that like everyone in Marvel loves Spider-Man, uh lo- like loves his character, loves Spider-Man and will, will ride or die for this man, unless it's unless it's civil war, but uh we're not getting into that. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's just some of the reasons why I loved him. And also having a mask made made it even immediately more so for me, because like, hey. I could be under that mask. I can be Spider-Man, which is what Stan Lee was trying to get into when he created the character.
1: Yeah, I, I love what you said about him being relatable. Like, when we, like, we both know the 90s, uh, JedX, Fox Kids, ABC Family, uh, Spider-Man that used to come on back in the day. I'm yeah. um, just like, <laughs> the love we have for that. But you're right, like, Spider-Man was the first superhero that felt relatable, even when it was only just Peter Parker, because when he got his powers, he was a uh, in high school. He was a student. And like a lot of the other characters, like an Iron Man billionaire, rich can create stuff like this. Um, Captain America, soldier born in the 40s, a man out of time. Thor is a literal God. Batman, he's a billionaire. Superman, he's an alien. Um, and just like uh, Bruce Banner, he's like, a sci- I think I mentioned about super scientists and like peter at the time he was he was a nerd he was smart but he wasn't like the super smart one that we like know today yep. Uh, so it's like relatable like he made mistakes and like why for the longest time spider-man 2 was my favorite superhero movie of all time is because it put it to the forefront taking what it did in like spider-man 1 where it's like you can't i can't be with mj because like if i'm with her it's going to put her in the face of my enemies and the internal struggle that he had in that movie where he literally lost his powers because he just couldn't like it was just hurting him and with spider-man it's just like men like what you said with the mask like he's one of the few characters where anybody or anything could be spider-man and you're fine with it there's not a lot of characters that are like that to be honest with you where like they wouldn't just feel like a knockoff of the og character
0: yep agreed agreed and in fact like you can see like hey this person's worthy to be spider-man like look at the spider-verse itself you have hundreds millions of different spiders of all different type of race and genders, like this isn't like another different, ver- like another verse where it's just basically like I'm I'm just using the uh, the Superman Superman for example, like DC because you know like with DC and their infinite like multiverse, most of the t- like 99 of the time, like their verse consists of all right, this is just uh, the same Superman, but in this time or that time when it comes to spider-man you may get like all right this may be peter parker or this is miles morales like oh yeah no this is uh this is spider-man india this is spider ninja you get like just one of different like one of every single type of like race gender like disability or anything like that and it still feels like spider-man
1: yeah that's something i want to get into like also just like the diversity in this movie like where but it's like it's not like that's what makes the movie great it's like what we talked about in the bitter root comic where it's like we're just people that exist we so happen to be xyz and you can tell our story that way and like i'm like seeing things where people are like oh i can connect with that um growing up in brooklyn being like mixed race and different things like that or like a gwen stacy where it's like yo Gwen Stacy killed it in this movie um and it's just like so incredible where I want the ghost spider outfit because it's also sick but you know just like different things like that where it's just like so many cool parts and you don't that's it's gonna make it's gonna break records and that doesn't have to be the final selling point diversity isn't just like you know change character x to character y and we're fine it's just like don't be afraid to tell that character's story. And it works so perfectly uh, in this movie, which is another reason why I love the Spider-Man character. So kind of with that, why do you think he's the face of Marvel? I mean, besides all the reasons we mentioned, uh,
0: like, Spider-Man is the face of Marvel because, well, he was the highest selling character, and the reason why is because of what we mentioned, because of the fact like he's the most relatable to kids he's the most marketable he had he has like some of the best movies uh especially like in the early 2000s and, oh yeah and at the same time like he's he's just one of those characters where it's like relatable sometimes humble uh like he has humble origins like his his origin story is world famous
1: mm-hmm. and
0: And like when you think of kind of like the big three in terms of just superheroes in general it's always the same three batman superman spider-man yes like spider-man carries marvel on his back
1: even though uh even though right now we're gonna get into it later (laughs) that's different that's different Um, but yeah, like you say, he carries him on the back. I mean, like, especially just during that time period of the Tobey Maguire series where like movies then were very hit or miss until the Dark Knight came out. Um, so just like, yeah. And then like him, like the response to him joining, uh, that universe, like in the Civil War for the first time, everyone lost their minds with that. So yeah, that kind of tells you a lot. Folks were crying at just the trailer
0: of him. I was was crying no 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 no. one of what had me crying was them announcing like it's like oh yeah marvel partnering up with sony to have spider-man in the mcu that actually had me in tears more so than the trailer itself because i was like it finally happened
1: so with that where would you rank spider-man one two or three between what you just mentioned i think superman is a solid three and it's between Spider Man and Batman.
0: Oh no, no, no! In terms of one, two, three, it goes Spider Man, Batman, Superman, in that order.
1: Batman pushes it, but you are—I would
0: say one hundred percent correct. Yeah, it's like Batman. Like he, as of late, like Batman, he been he been wilding too much. Like, and he he been getting way too unrealistic. He he be surviving stuff like no, you may be you are human. You is <laughs> not surviving that. And, and it just takes me out of the story immediately. That's fair. In terms I, of
1: like, yeah. Like,
0: Spider-Man at least, like, okay, you got superhuman abilities. Alright, I, I can get that. And then comes moments where uh, like, you getting the tar bean out of you by a normal person, but I'm like, um, oh wait we're not about to talk about that I'm not I'm
1: about to get into it we're we'll getting to it soon people we'll, we'll let you know why this why we're avoiding something but uh just to list the upcoming projects that I know of I know you, there's more you already mentioned the uh Superior Spider-Man comic run coming up I know there's supposed to be a Spider-Man War live series they're trying to get a Spider-Woman movie gone with Jessica Carpenter and then obviously beyond the Spider-Verse hopefully next year this Rider Strike needs to end immediately and then New new Trilogy with Tom Holland, which that might be fire too. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. And then we also have Craven the Hunter, uh, uh, series you're coming up. In that one, um, your <laughs> faith in Craven the Hunter, I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, so, oh, and then also just the game as well, the Spider Man on. So, considering all the projects, uh, upcoming projects in next three to five years, which Spider Man will be the one we think of? Well, you think of when the name is mentioned. I mean. I like guess appears
0: everybody's gonna think of Peter. Like we all think of that origin. We all we all know that origin. We all know like just his appearance and just everything like that. You know, especially when it comes to the Toby films and whatnot. But that's like our generation. Yeah. This new generation, right? I I think th- it, it's still gonna be Peter, but there's gonna be a lot more Miles in there too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And And like depending on just how much Miles is gonna be eating soon, uh, just from this year alone, some people some people are kind of starting to slowly prefer
1: Miles to Peter. (laughs) Yes, and I know they're thinking of also a live action uh Miles Morales movie. So, So we used to pray for days like these you don't understand. The nerds are winning right now. Eating. (laughs) we're eating so uh, i think you're right i feel like peter is the spider-man uh quotation marks around that and again that's our generation spider-man so i'm always gonna rock with peter but miles is kind of like the cool spider-man at the moment um and it's crazy i believe uh miles got introduced right when we were teenagers 2011 so Miles got introduced when we were essentially teenagers. Uh, so yep. with that, it was like for us, it was like, man, a black Spider-Man. That's super cool. That's like he has his own origin story, on Earth. Um, Really cool. So it was like a novelty. And then like we would see him pop up from time to time and it'd be like, OK, this is cool. Like, honestly, like we played more of like miguel o'hara because i remember him being in the edge of time uh spider-man game which was fire uh so with that miles popped up more and more like he'd be in like the tv show as well but i feel like in the comic run especially the second spider-verse crossover when he got to be a uh, captain universe and yeah. had the enigma force that was like marvel essentially passing the torch and saying you can stand as your own as a spider-man and then like the merging of the worlds where it's like it's not him and his his separate, separate comic run it's like he's also in this universe which was super cool and then also with the games even though the second well not the second but even though the uh miles morales spider-man game was much shorter than the first it's it, like it says something that they gave him his own game and then in this upcoming one you can alternate between the two I don't know how much you can alternate between the two. I get the feeling it's going to be like 60, 40 Peter miles, but even still like that says a lot. So I think the younger generation is going to prefer miles, but with Tom Holland also carrying his new trilogy, Spider-Man no way home broke so many records. It's a top 10 box office movie of all time. So it's tough, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also we got to consider the ages of the characters. Like, Mm. like Peter's typically it's going to be the more older one between the two yeah. like and My- Miles is typically the younger one typically more of the, the kid and more of that uh, I know like with Tom Holland like of course he has that baby face and like he looks like a kid in fact that's what he was in high school but if when this new trilogy comes out they going to have this man either in college or as a full grown
1: adult like he, he ain't going to be no kid no more I mean he has to I mean like he reset the universe where like he's on his own now so Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see and venom Um. all right so with that what you would like to see next i want to i want you to calm down but (laughs) i'm about to say something that's going to go crazy now let's think about this right so obviously they're teasing venom with eddie brock but i think his next movie which is like also an upcoming project may or may not be his last but there's a different symbiote in the uh that universe that we um in the main universe with Tom Holland, the MCU. There was also a tease at, at the end of the first Spider-Man movie of Scorpion. One of the f- the second Venom runs, or where he was like, Really demon time was Scorpion Venom. <laughs> Would you want to see that?
0: You already know the answer. Oh, I, I just need Venom, period. Uh, I, I don't care. <sighs> Well, actually, I do semi care who's under the who's under the hood. Uh, who's under the symbiote? Um, it, it has to be either Eddie Brock. It has to be some. These these are my main ones. You need to have Eddie Brog as kind of like the heroic one. Well, he can start off on pure demon time and then come an anti-hero. I'll be fine with that. Flash Thompson, fully heroic. We need Peter for demon time activity, like in Spider Man Two. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm about to go crazy. Uh, we need Matt Gargan in there to be a full blown monster. Uh, and and that's all I care about. Anything else you want to see? Um, let's see. What else do I want to see? Uh, I'm gonna need like an actual Sinister Six. Uh, yes. because we got robbed in No Way Home because it was only they, five. Needed, one.
1: they needed one more character. <laughs> they literally just
0: needed one more. It could have been Mysterio. You could have just because there was no representation from. From Tom Holland's verse, that's true. So you could have done Mysterio, and you could have made it work. You could have done Vulture. um I'm gonna need them to cancel. Uh, Craven the Hunter. I'm gonna need them to cancel Morbius Two or whatever they got going on. Um,
1: no way, <laughs> no way. They're making a Morbius Two.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, if they did, I'm need them to cancel that dream immediately uh i need venom to be on screen with spider-man uh i need uh i need uh miles to to just just run roughshod against uh carnage even though he's kind of getting his tail whooped right now um, i mean it's
1: it's god carnage max
0: but 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 still we need we need miles to, to face off against a symbiote um fortunately spider-man 2 is gonna have that and the current comic runs miles is kind of getting worked right now but we're <laughs> but but that's neither here nor there Um, some other projects I would like to see like some other ex- auxiliary spiders right mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a superior spider-man tv show or a movie what if he pops up me on the spider-verse are you gonna be okay no no I will not <laughs> and in fact if superior Venom's gonna be in there you might as well just kill me um you might as well send me send me straight to the gulag because I I will just I will die. You will ascend at that moment. Yes, I will assi- I will become cosmic. <laughs> Cos- cosmic superior spider-meech, which actually happened in the comics, I'm just saying. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> cosmic superior.
1: I will uh- mm. Yeah, I would actually maybe not a craving the move. Craven the Hunter movie, but I would love to see a Craven in a Spider-Man movie. Also, like I mentioned, Matt Gargan, I want to see a scorpion. Ah, for other ones, see the thing is, I feel like they could do a good hobgoblin movie. The problem is it's just he's such a knockoff of the green goblin that in a movie he won't work. I mean,
0: okay, so so here's the thing: it can work as long as it's Ned leads. Like, yeah. if it's the MCU, it has to be Ned. And even though, like, technically Ned was not Hobgoblin, he was still a Hobgoblin. Right. Um, and then at the same time, though, as
1: as you mentioned, like, who gonna outdo Willem de Goat? We, we've seen a version of Green Goblin in four Spider-Man movies with William Dafoe twice... We had uh, Harry in Spider-Man 3, and then we also had Harry again in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So that's like four Goblin variants. Um, if he popped up in, he's not, but if he popped up in Daredevil Reborn, that would actually be really cool. But I, I don't think they're going to do that. So also oh, a Fisk would be interesting. Yes. If he, if Fisk was the main boss and he worked under Fisk, that would work. Um Marvel us send us that check. No, no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. Here's how you here's how I'm gonna need y'all to send me my check right now. I'm gonna need the new Fantastic Four. Um just 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 have just give me live action new Fantastic Four. Give me give me Spider Man, give me Wolverine, give me Ghost Rider, give me Hulk, give me all four of them together in a room. Um in fact, just have them fight together. I just need that. Please send, please and thank you. That's not happening. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Listen, it will it, it will happen. I I will I will uh, you you know what I'm capable of when I'm fully uh, passionate about something. I will I will ensure that it happens.
1: Have you seen Hulk recently? Yeah, <laughs> it has to be a dad.
0: And I'm, I'm just going to uh, say this real kindly. Um, screw them, kids. But at the same time, it also don't have to be uh them four specifically. There's always uh, others, you know. We can swap out uh Logan with Laura. We can always swap out uh we can always swap out uh Hulk if he if he owned his um on his pacifist behavior, we we swap him out with She Hulk, or you can swap him out with Red Hulk. You can swap him out with uh with Immortal Hulk. We can swap him out with uh swap him out with with uh Weapon H. Um, I I don't care. Oh, um, don't don't, don't for, get me started. Don't get me started on Immortal Hulk, <laughs>
1: please, please. don't uh, nah, don't, I, don't get me started on Hulk.
0: And then Ghost Rider, you just have to get my man's right. Uh, you yes. you can stick with you can stick with uh, Johnny Blaze. Or you can give us Danny Ketch. You can give us uh Robbie Reyes. You can give us um our boy a uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Uh, I don't care who. Uh, listen, I I have a full lineup. I have a full list of who you can replace for each of the four. Uh, but as long as it's that specific combination of a Spider-based one, a Hulk-based one, a Wolverine-based one, and a Ghost Rider, I don't care who. Come give me my money. Pay the right. writers.
1: Oh yes. Uh we we could go off on that. There's watch listen to our Motor Hulk episode uh with that. So moving forward, I also want to see like a real rhino. Um, but moving forward, we one thing we gotta talk about that we've been avoiding this entire time. It's a get it off your chest segment, which I was gonna go off on Netflix, but that, that'll be another day. Um, but it's to get it off your chest segment related to uh the new spider-man run which has been very very controversial for a variety of reasons i will let my boy Meech talk about
0: it <laughs> like platform. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know i'm about to destroy this man um all right zeb wells come here um First, firstly, here's here's some positives about this run. Um John Ramita, he, he 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 still got it. Uh, his his artwork's not that bad. Um I'm I love that uh Peter and Felicia are together. Uh, and I, I want them to stay together. Uh, and want them to actually you know get hitched because uh, apparently Marvel has something against Peter Parker being happy and something against Peter Parker being with Mary Jane so uh give him black cat um like I mean of course you can't give him Gwen because uh Gwen's all miles um but uh but yeah that's 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 the only good parts so and now I get to talk or not talk ramble get to put uh Zeb Wells on a t-shirt Jesus. All right, so here here we go. This run is an absolute catastrophe, all right? So, of course the main portion of this Oh yeah, another good is that Norman Osborne, he he actually on his good behavior and I actually kind of like him. Um but but that's about it, that's about it. But yeah, this this run is a complete catastrophe. So, the main pitch of this run is just like, hey, it's a large time gap of I believe 6 months and it's just the question of what did Peter do? Because it was all about like, all right, Peter did something to ostracize himself from his family, from his friends. Like Peter and Mary Jane are broken up. She's actually with another guy named Paul. And I'm gonna get into Paul later, but uh, but also apparently they got kids now. So I'm like, hey, yo, what's going on? And then this whole series meanders, like you thought the Nick Spencer run was full of meandering? No, this was meandering to the nth degree because the only reason you read it is to figure out how did Peter screw everything up? Because, because at the end of the last run, like he was doing good, he was he was out here living his best life. He was about to move in with Mary Jane. He was gonna pop the question, and then bam, nothing. Everything gone sideways, and. And the fact is that he made us wait, I believe, close upwards of like a year, maybe even two. I don't know anymore, but but like upwards of that amount, just to have a reveal of him using a villain that he used for three issues in a previous run from Amazing Spider-Man, like 550, no, 555 through 557, and his name is Rabin. And Rabin, he's a uh, he's a cultist, and he uh, all he wants to do is to sacrifice people so he can ascend to to the god way up. Um, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I do not honestly care. Uh, and at this point, um, and that was just like a one and done. We never heard Hide nor Hair from him again till just now. And apparently, what happened was Rabin end up teleporting him peter and mary jane to an alternate future dimension where everything is just messed up everybody dead and they have to try to stop Rabin from trying to kill both of them so he can ascend to godhood to which at this point i'm just like pete you have eddie brock on speed dial call this god call this man you may not know what's been going on but like of course Eddie being he kind of going through it as a King Black, but you you don't know that. So call that man. Do something. And so, of course, in this alternate dimension, there's no tech and whatnot, and then they run into Paul, and Paul basically like creates a device and ends up sending Peter back to the home universe, and then once he gets there, he just starts going off the handle and just starts trying to attack. Basically, he steals from the Fantastic Four. He basically just just goes full aggro on them. He doesn't explain himself. Like, this is the thing. Peter Parker was acting super irrational throughout this entire series. Because, I mean, sure, he was in a bind. But normally, when he, Peter was like in a bind like that, he still had enough faculties to talk it out. He did not talk it out with anybody. He just fought. He just fought the Fantastic Four just because they wouldn't give him what he needed. And then he stole it. Um, he fought Captain America, and just one tapped him. <laughs> yes, he one taps Captain America. Hello. Um. <laughs> also, let's not forget, and don't forget, he may be one tapping Captain America, but he still gets his butt whooped and have him begging for his life against Tombstone. Such inconsistency is is basically. The main issues with this comic is just how inconsistent peter's like powers are how inconsistent him as a character is and just the fact that the reveal of like why him and mj broken up is because of the fact that when he returned like he ends up working with norman osborn with the stolen tech from the fantastic four to get himself back to that universe only to find out years have gone by and like him and, and like mj and paul they just got close they They did not think Peter was ever coming back, which I'm just like, fam, MJ, you should know better. You should know better. And she ends up getting together with Paul, and then they find, like, two kids out in the, out in the wastelands, and they just adopt them, and you're just like, MJ, MJ, MJ. And then it's revealed that Paul is actually the son of Rabin, aka the person trying to kill them, and, And Peter finds out about this. He's freaking out. And then MJ's like, yeah, I knew about it. No, I would have been Peter in Spider-Man 3. Put on the black suits. It would have been over for everybody. And now, and also, but here's the main thing that's going to piss everybody off. Is the fact that in this Spider-Man run, I do have to preface this with it's a Spider-Man run they kill off probably one of the most popular characters in recent years. One mm-hmm. of the most popular Muslim characters. One of the most popular teen characters apart from Miles. They kill off Kamala Khan. Now, we know that in comics they're going to bring everybody back. We know that. That's for sure. And plus, and plus she got a movie coming out. So they're inevitably going to bring Kamala Khan back from the dead. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they brought her in to this comic run, seeming out of nowhere, just to kill her off, and then, and that is super disrespectful, super disrespectful for all of that, and to have like Peter just basically crying over Kamala Khan, and then you find out that the kids weren't real, so they got tele- they got disappeared they got Thanos snapped, the kids, he, <laughs> hey, screw them kids, um. And uh and MJ is now crying just over the dead kids when Miss Marvel, who saved her life, is
1: dead. Oh no. I'm, just... I'm gonna need you to tag me in, coach.
0: Forget it. Here, take
1: over. Fam, you hit the the nail on the head, man. Uh I was watching uh Blair Without Fear talk without talk about this and like with her dying yes her movie's coming out so it gives you a chance to reset the character but he was talking about like how much she was actually in the comic book and it was not enough to like really justify her dying and what she said was excellent where it was like it's a spider-man comic run why are you why do you get to kill off kamala khan in a spider-man comic book run and then like even blur without fear that he mentioned that i didn't think about was like kamala khan died so mj could live That's not a good look. Like, I believe you can write whatever, like, as an author, you can write whatever story you want to. That's just not a good look. Like, there's no other way to say it. So, um, I don't, is this run worse than One More Day?
0: Steve, this is my big big deal, right? If it wasn't for One More Day, this probably wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. But this is close. This is probably the second coming of One More Day. It's it's just that. It's just that horrendous. It's it's
1: bad. And for people that aren't comic book fans, One More Day is the Mephisto storyline. You can look that up, if you will. Where they completely broke Peter Parker's character in every, like, consistency point. So with that, uh, we're going to do a a segment we haven't done in a long time. Uh, It's called Make the Call. So this is a segment where I call my good friend and as an executive of a company and we try to fix things so it's time to make the call hello hello is this the superior spider mage the dice cast i am him Yes, this is Spider Man 95 from um, Marvel Comics. Uh, we've been getting a lot of just hate regarding the Zeb Wells uh, comic run of Spider Man. That's about we, right. We kind of want to know how we would fix it. Um, we've had a good relationship before. You've made some pretty good calls. Like uh, when I was working at DC, we hired James Gunn immediately after that conversation. So, what do you got for us? Let's save our, our guy. <laughs>
0: all right so the first thing you need to do is just burn everything down to the ground and start right back over um um i would say i'll say cancel the entire spider-man run replace it with the superior spider-man and just just do this all over again um but knowing y'all probably will never do that option and knowing that it's probably not gonna be a lucrative option for folks here's my suggestions on how you can fix all of this number one all right is that you? You revive Kamala Khan. You you just bring her back immediately. Like it, it made no sense for you to kill her off in in a Peter Parker Spider Man story, especially considering her and Peter rarely ever interact. It would have made slightly more sense if it was in a Miles book or in Champions, mm-hmm. but but not nah, but not not none here. Um, bring her back immediately. Uh, and then all right, and now well, at the end of that run, it seemed like. He's back on the up-and-up with all of the comic book characters who he seemingly uh, ostracized himself from, including Mary Jane. I mean, including Aunt May, uh, Mary Jane, and and, then... All right, so here's how you can rectify the Mary Jane and the Paul situation. Okay, so seeing as how Mary Jane is completely out of pocket these days and the fact that even though she got superpowers and everything, you have two options for her. You can either have her move away from New York, away from Peter Parker, or you can kill. It's either you kill her or you kill Paul. You pick one. So you have one of three options. Again, have her move away from New York, have her away from Peter Parker, just write her off of the comics completely because he's actually having a good relationship with Felicia Hardy. Make that your central relationship. But do not muck it up like DC did went Batman and Catwoman because they fumbled that hard and you know they could have you know they made bank off of that wedding issue that didn't end up happening so just do the same but let the wedding hit let it stay and if you really really want Spider-Man to get back together with Mary Jane gotta kill off Paul or you have to explain it kind of like Avengers 200 where she was under the mind control of Paul, and have him turn out to be a super villain who was manipulating her the entire time. That's the only way you can salvage her character. Because if if you don't, you didn't you didn't piss off every single Spider Man fan. Mary Jane is unsalvageable, and then people want her to die, or f- for have Gwen Stacy get resurrected, um, or just have Peter stay with uh stay with Black Cat. But that's all I'll talk about all the auxiliary characters. We're going to let's talk about Peter Parker okay, because stop. he's kind of the central problem. You guys just do not want to have Peter Parker be happy or be consistent at all. Let the man live his best life, let him grow up. You have the Miles Morales comic to explore, like, you know, a younger Spider Man. Uh, at this time, I believe he's actually is in a dating relationship. So you can explore that. You can explore just like just the real baseline issues. You know, you like real life issues. You know, like hey, money issues. Hey, I have a uh, relationship issues. Hey, I can't balance my work life. That works more with Miles, considering the fact he's younger and that he's where Peter Parker started at. Mm -hmm. so you can leave that with miles and with peter have him be the grown-up have him be kind of the adult sure you can still have him have issues but have him be like we're sick and tired of the money issues we are sick and tired of him just not communicating with family and friends he should have that together even though he's supposed to be like in his 30s and he's been around in comics since uh, 1960s, but we're not going to talk about that right now. So just have him be the grown-up. Have him do things right. Ha- don't have him be a man-child anymore. Just
1: let Peter live. Yeah, that, that was super helpful. Uh, we'll definitely take that under consideration, and we're going to get our guy back on track with the comics. So thank you a lot.
0: I mean, it's either that or just have Superior take over again. we <laughs> <to find laughs>
1: our- All right. So with that, we are wrapping up this episode again. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, one of the best movies uh, that we've seen in a a very, very long time. Just period. So with that, yeah, next week, something to look forward to is our Transformers Rise of the Beast episode. So anything else you got, Mitch, before we get into our recommendations and blogs? Just go see this movie. That's all I can say. Just go see it. All right. Yeah. So now we will get into our recommendations. My recommendations is everything Spider-Man. You can catch that on just Disney Plus. And then also if you want to play the games, Sony, Spider-Man, it's on uh, PlayStation. Previous Spider-Man games. uh, We also have Web of Shadows, which is absolutely incredible. I know you like that because of Venom. Edge of Time was another one. So different things like that. And then obviously the Marvel, just comics, any storyline run you would want to. Uh yes. Yeah. So in terms
0: of like my recommendations, comics wise, if you want to read more Miles Morales, look up the Saladin Ahmed Run. That was the run that that concluded beforehand. Had some pure Miles heat. You have the uh the current run with Cody Ziggler. As I said, my man's is kind of going through right now because he's fighting Carnage. So uh, R.I.P. And then. And then, of course, you have the original run, like Ultimate Comics, Miles Morales. Look look up where he came from. Look up his debut. Like, that's, like, read your history on my boy Miles. And if you want to read more Peter, um, actually, scratch that. You're rereading Otto Octavius Superior Spider-Man <laughs> issues 1 through 32, baby. Read uh, Avenging Spider-Man issues 15.1 all the way through to superior Spider-Man team up number 16. Well, actually, to the that entire comic run. Boom. There you go. That's all your auto Octavius needed. Um, read Spider-Man. Uh, that's where Miles and Peter cross over for the first time. Read read Spider-Verse Spider Armageddon. Uh, that one's more Miles-centric rather than the Peter-centric uh Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Read read everything, uh, Read like everything from brand new day onwards, all the way through to to Spider-Race. That's the Dan Slott run that encompasses everything, including Superior Spider-Man. Uh if you want to read more classic Peter, uh I would say like read the the JMD Mateus run from the early 2000s. So yeah, that's pretty much my recommendations there.
1: All right, so now uh we can get into our plugs.
0: All right, so we have ourselves our Instagram at Twitter at blurredcity22. Give us a like and give us a follow and give us a subscribe. Go ahead and also give us a subscribe on our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod. And if you donate a little extra chatter, you get to see like extra episodes that you may not have seen before or since. After that, we have ourselves our um we have says our Discord, which is linked in our Instagram page. Come join the fine citizenry read. That is Blurred City. And then find and then finally we have ourselves our email address at blurredcity22 at gmail.com where you can submit different segments, submit your reactions to the movie, submit everything so we can uh have that on our podcast for the next future episodes. Then finally, for our personal page, I'm um, the Rogue Jedi Twenty One on TikTok. However long that remains online, and then also we have ourselves the Ravens of Everkeep, the Vanished Comic Podcast. That's also found on YouTube. And that's all I have.
1: Yes, for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram. At Mitri underscore dash M-E-T-R-I underscore d-a-s-h for my Twitter at the Matt Dash 16. And if you want to catch my book, Phantom Paints the most regular tell, that is on available on Amazon. So as usual, we will leave the people with some words of encouragement.
0: All right. So for my words of encouragement, it's that you can and you are able to change your destiny. Don't let whatever whatever people say about you, whatever they say, like, hey, your trajectory is here or there, define what you are able to do right now, because you are able to make your own choices. You're able to make your own decisions. And despite what other people may say about it, it's your decision at the end of the day. So don't let others try to influence you from completing what you need to do
1: yes and yeah you took the words out of mouth just as long as you have that will in you you can always fight your fate so it's not goodbye forever it's just goodbye for now to be continued on the blurred city podcast see ya later